to the 52 week podcast where three friends grapple with the ups and downs of goal setting and achievement coming at you for another week hello my name's steph and i'm the wannabe runner i'm meredith the ginger and i'm kelly i'm just along for the ride Holy cow, I can't believe we've made it to week 16, guys. I know, and we're so excited because our glowing goalie for this week is Ryan Reeves, and he's from South Carolina, and he lost 146 pounds. So, Ryan, can you tell us a little bit about your weight loss journey? Yeah, absolutely. Go the short, condensed version, but in 2018, near the end of 2018, I was expecting a daughter with my wife. And uh, about two months prior to her being born, uh, I actually passed out at work. Uh, I was at a customer's house and I passed out and I woke up to them asking if I was okay. And, and being the, the person I am, of course I'm okay. And I drove myself to the hospital uh, where the first question I was asked was if I was a diabetic. And at that time I was a type two diabetic uh, but didn't really pay that much attention to my sugar. You know, I figured if I exercised a little bit and took my medicine, everything would be fine. Um, and the last time I checked my blood sugar, it was around 110 or 120. Um, so the doctor took me back into the room and tested my blood sugar. And at that point in time, my blood sugar was 460. Um, so yeah. well, well ab- above death ratio there. Um, and exactly what came out of her mouth was you should be dead currently. And so they tested my blood pressure and I was well above stroke level at that time as well. Um, and then the doctor kind of set me down, uh, with my wife in the room and he said, you know, I noticed your wife is pregnant. How much longer do you have? And, you know, we we're about two months out. So, yeah, we got about two months left. And then his smile from talking about babies kind of dissipated to a stern look at me and said, listen, if we don't make a change today, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, but if we don't make a change today, you're not going to live to see your daughter be born. Wow. And um, I think I think sometimes people need that kind of kick uh, to to put you in a path, and it was definitely one of those. Uh, and I think it, it it really did hit me, but I don't think it hit me as much uh, until about a couple of days later. Uh, one of my best friends, uh, you know, I'm almost thirty. We've been friends for almost thirty years. You know, we've been together since since birth. Me and him. And he was at my house, and I was expecting a hug and asking how I was doing. And in turn, I got a smack. He smacked me in the face. (laughs) He said, I love you to death. We've been friends for 30 years. One day, I hope to have a kid, and I want both of us there to be able to play with them. And you're killing yourself with a spoon. So you either need to get your stuff together, or I'm out of here, because I'm not going to watch you kill yourself. And that was kind of my defining moment of fight or flight where I figured, you know, hey, I need to I need to do something. Uh, A few months go by. I started eating a little bit healthier. You know, I still have the occasional pizza, the occasional bad meal for me. Uh, But I started eating a little bit healthier. Uh, I had lost, you know, 15, 20 pounds by then. 
but my blood sugar just wasn't responding um, to what I needed to do. Um, so I had a friend of mine who is who was an RN. Um, he was a nurse at the time, and he brought a diet towards me. Uh, he said, you know, this is kind of uh, a fad diet right now. A lot of people are doing it. But from the medical side of things, I believe it could be a good diet for you to go on with a blood sugar. And that's how I was introduced to the ketogenic diet, uh, which is the diet that I, I preferred uh, during my weight loss. And I started my weight loss at, at 350 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just where I remember seeing the scale at. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. I kind of stopped looking at the scale at 350, so I'm not really sure where it actually got up to. I just know that I was extremely large. Um, But a year of that diet, you know, I think it was August, September of last year, I actually hit my goal weight, and that was 184 pounds. So, yeah, 140-plus pounds. Congrats. And... Thank you very much. And then got into, uh, which led me into a lot of other different things in my life, like running and endurance athletics and kind of where I'm sitting today. Wow. That's that's an experience for sure. I'm impressed with your friends who have the guts to say, hey, it's time, let's do this, you know. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's one of those things. I've hung out with the same group of guys probably, since since high school and middle school and some even later than that. So, you know, I've always heard the, hey, hey, Chunky, come on, let's go. And it was always kind of just a, a yes, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a husky fella. That's funny, whatever. And it's kind of how I got through high school, too. I kind of learned to make fun of myself and my weight, um, okay. you know, and kind of brushed it off when, you know, when your friends, especially when you're a guy, when your friends go, hey, man, you're, you're pretty chunky, you kind of write it off as, hey, it's your friends just kind of, kind of busting on you. And for years, that's kind of what I thought Um, until, you know, everything happened. And I had all of them going, hey, man, this this is not funny anymore. Like, we're here for you. Um, We'll stand by you. Like, it's it's not funny anymore. Um, And that's that's it's always, always nice to have that kind of that kind of group for you. Um, You know, I know I did the short, condensed version of my weight loss. Um, in 2015, uh, I actually, I had actually, I lost 110 pounds back in 2015, uh, on another, on another kind of diet expedition. Uh, but sometimes life kind of gets in the way and we were trying to have a kid, trying to buy a house. I was switching jobs and I actually gained all 110 of it back plus an extra 25, 35 pounds. So I had been there before. And I had come all the way back to my biggest and, you know, passed my biggest weight and kind of tacked onto it. Um, but this time it's kind of stuck and I learned a lot from, from this second go around. I almost feel like it's harder to have to go through the second go around when you've done a lot of weight loss and then you try to do the weight loss again. You almost can't use the same path you did the first time. You have to try something new. Did you feel that way? 
I did. The first time I lost weight, I actually, you know, one of the biggest weight loss companies out there, Herbalife, was how I did my first one. You know, my wife has done it for years, and she is, she still does it, but it just, it didn't work. I felt like it didn't work for me the second to go around. You know, I don't know if it was just a mindset of me not wanting to do that. But, you know, I, I kind of needed to find my own thing. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of get confused in this journey is, you know, this is what the Internet says I should do instead of trying to find what actually works for you. You know, we're we're all different people. There's all all sorts of different lifestyle changes out there where people can, you know, find what actually works for them. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, I talked um, last week on, on, a, on another podcast about, you know, people calling it diets, I guess, you know, diets are usually short term. And, you know, it's kind of a lifestyle change that you really need to, to put in your mind is that you're going to change completely. Um, and it's hard to do if you're doing what someone else is doing. You know, if you can find what actually works for you, it's a lot easier. And that's kind of what I did the second go around and figured out what worked for me. I played with it. I experimented with it and finally just found something that worked and stuck with it. I love that so much. When we first saw your story on Instagram, I was like, first off impressed with all your before and after pictures but also like I look at that because on this podcast like we've all talked about how like we want to have better health you know and like part of that like weight loss is a part of it for a lot of us but like we're into our 16th week and like we don't feel like we're really seeing results with a lot of things you know like it's not tangible so like I just want to know, yeah. like, the how. Like, how did you continue on when, at first, I'm sure you weren't seeing results right away? Or were you? Or, like, what were some of these stumbling blocks that, like, that so, you had and how so you overcame? When, so, when you're very big, you know, like, I said, like I said, I started at, like, 350, probably more. I kind of started looking at the scale once I had already started losing weight, and that was kind of 350. But, you know, it falls really quickly. And it kind of gives you that false sense of, oh, man, this is going to be easy. And then I would get to weeks where I, I lost a pound and, you know, oh God, I lost 0.5 pounds. You know, this is, it's just not working anymore. It's not working anymore. Uh, what am I doing wrong? Did I eat this? Did I not do enough of this? And it's one of those things that kind of took me talking to some other uh, larger guys and they're just going, hey man, you lost a pound. You didn't gain five pounds. You didn't, you know, you didn't, you're losing weight. You're still moving forward. And that's, that's all that matters. You know, maybe next week you're going to lose a pound and a half, but you know, you lose a pound a week. That's still 52, that's 252 pounds in a year. And if you kind of look at it that way, where you, if you kind of look at it as Lego houses aren't built with one Lego, they're built with thousands of Legos. And it's kind of one little puzzle piece to to your journey. And, you know, you can't get down and go, oh, I finally lost a pound. Uh, I think I'm going to be done. And as a lot of people do that. I only lost one pound this week. It's not working. I'll just try something else. But you still lost a pound. It's still a pound. You didn't, you know, there's there's weeks where I didn't lose anything. There's weeks where, yeah, I gained I gained a pound, but I knew what I was doing. Um, and I think one of the biggest things that I saw 
uh, I saw, I think I believe I saw it on Instagram probably, was somebody that stopped using the scale and started using strings to measure their, to measure their journey. And they would wrap a string around, you know, their waist or their arms. And they would put that string up every week next to the other one. And the scale was moving, you know, zero or one, but those strings just kept shrinking. And at some point in time, that's how it is. And, you know, you got to keep moving and, and do what you do. Just looking at a different way of measuring the success along the way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the scale might not move every week. And some people, you, you can you can look at it one or two ways. You can get down about it, or you can look at it as a small win and keep moving. And if you can look at it as a small win instead of a failure, you know that's that's one of those things. You know, you weight loss isn't about just losing your weight. It's also about finding a new mindset for yourself. And one of those things is kind of self-encouraging yourself along the way. Um, so what were your goals? So you said you just reached your your goal weight. Was that your goal weight when you first started, or did you start in smaller increments? What were your goals as you went along? When I first started, my goal weight was 215. And I was like, you know, 215, that's I still like 100-plus pounds, but I think I can do it. You know, that was uh, when I had lost weight in 2015, that was the lowest I had ever reached. It's 215. If I could reach 215, I'll be happy. That's what I graduated high school at. And then I started getting to like 220. And I was like, you know, I think I could do 210. And then I hit 215. And I was like, I think I could do 205. So on and so forth. And I was like, you know, I think I could do 185. And then I just woke up one morning and I was like, oh, 184. I think that's it. I think I'm done. Uh, I that's think cool. I think this is where I want to be at. And um, I, I I got yelled at about it because I was so excited that I had hit it, and I had gained such a following on Instagram and Facebook of people who were supporting that the first thing I did was throw it up on Facebook and Instagram, and I walked into the living room, and my wife was sitting there going, really, you can't tell me first? And I was like, I'm sorry. So I, I was just so excited, and, and she was like, well, I'm proud of you, but come on. And I was like, well, uh, I was just excited. Um, <laughs> You're like, don't worry, I love you most. <laughs> yes. Now that you've hit that goal weight, what what goals have you encouraged, like moved on to? The the goals now that I'm more concentrated on is not really towards weight loss. Um, I I did a I did a bulk season uh, after August. Um, I did a little bit of a bulk season. I, I'm around two hundred five to ten now, and I'm kind of okay with that. Uh, I was okay with that for the bolt season, and now we're moving back into a cut season. Um, it is uh, it is full blown triathlon season right now, uh, which is more or less where my goals are are more oriented now. Is more fitness related. Um, mm-hmm. During my weight loss, I fell in love with running. Something that if you would have told my 350 pound self that I was going to fall in love with running, I would have laughed at you and told you to leave. Um, you know, especially now that I swim and I, I ride a bike and I run, you know, think all things that I had seen other people do in the past and going, oh, those people are dumb. Who would do that for fun? Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, that's that's what I do now. I do that for fun now. And um, I started I started off with a 10k, and then I started off. Then I did a 12k, and then I moved into my first ever endurance event last May. Uh, there's a local event here in South Carolina called the Trailblaze Challenge, and it is actually a way to raise awareness and raise money for the Make-A-Wish Foundation in South Carolina. And I had done done this this event in 2016, but I was also bigger. Uh, I believe I finished dead last. I was the last person off trail. It took me 15 and a half hours. It's a 28.3-mile one-day event, and I finished dead last. And I was like, man, that was the most difficult thing in my life. And I had a buddy last year in 2019. Finally, one of my friends was like, hey, that whole 28-mile hike thing, I think I want to do it. And I was like, all right, well, let's do it. Uh, And about halfway through training for that, you know, I set him down. And I was like, hey, man, uh, I don't know if this is okay with you, but I would like to run it. I don't want to hike it this year. I'm going to run the whole thing. And he was like, look, man, if you can run the whole thing, go for it. So May of last year, I did. I ended up running the entire thing. I finished it in seven hours and 42 minutes, and I finished second. Um, Whoa. Not really, not, not really a race. But I wanted to make it a personal race for myself, you know, just just to see how far I'd come. And that was really my first toe dip into endurance athletics. And I kind of sat there a week, two weeks afterwards, kind of still mending, like, my knees and, and calves and, and everything else. And I was like, you know, I, I, think I, I think I'd like to do some more of these, like, long runs and stuff. So I signed up to do an event in North Carolina uh, called a Ragnar Relay, and yeah. it's a 24 to 48-hour race, and I've actually watched a documentary on, I believe it's Amazon, uh, of a group of people that were, had all lost weight, and that's what they were doing to help lose weight. And I was like, you know, that seems pretty cool. I'll check it out. And luckily, the team captain I had was a really bad team captain, and she waited to the last minute, and our team didn't make the cut to do the relay this year, uh, this past year. And I had one of my friends shoot me a link on Facebook for Tough Man International Triathlon, and he was like, "Well, if you think you're, if, if you think you're cool, let's do this. Like, you should do this." And I was like, "Well, I don't know." Um, and then I had my mom chime in. It was like, hey, if you want to do it, I'll buy it for you for your birthday. I'll pay the entry fee. And I was like, well, I mean, if I don't have to pay anything, oh, whatever, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then I kind of got sitting there after I signed up for it and said, you know what? I don't even have a bike. Uh, I should probably buy a bike. So I bought the cheapest bike I could find on Facebook. I... I already had a gym membership and the gym had a pool. So I was like, you know, maybe I should try this whole swimming for athletic reasons. I hadn't swam outside of just having fun. And so I started getting into swimming a little bit, biking a little bit. And of course I still enjoyed my running. So I started that and that, that's right. I was actually in October and, um, 
I, I died all the way through it. It was the most challenging mm-hmm. thing I'd ever done in my life. I finished, I think, second to last out of like 70 people. And all I could do was smile when I crossed the finish line, just going, wow, this time last year I was 350 pounds and I would have made fun of the people doing this kind of stuff. And now here I am doing this kind of stuff. And, you know, I feel amazing. And about a week or so after that, I was sitting there and I was going, you know, that was that was really fun. You know, I, I just did things I never thought were possible. Uh, I want to continue to do that. And um, so I ended up signing this year would be my first full year in triathlon, I decided. And I signed up for, I think, I think six races and then uh, a half Ironman, um, which is obviously the the smaller part of, of a full Ironman, which is something that I had heard about, I had seen, um, and I signed up for a half Ironman in October, which is a 1.2 mile swim, 54 mile bike ride, and then a half marathon at the end of it. Dang. And that was my goal for the year. So that's that is my goal currently for the year. That's a, that's all virus pending. I've already had two races canceled this year. Um, yeah. So kind of kind of been put off my pool clothes, my gym clothes. So it's uh, it's been interesting, but that's definitely the fitness goal for the year. Yeah, I I'm a cycle. I've done a race here in Utah that's called the Little Red Riding Hood, and I did. I think last year I ended up doing the 30 miles, so I can't imagine cycling 50 miles and then also running another 10K after that or whatever the distance was. That's very cool. And to see the progress over the last year. Yeah, the cycling is, I I definitely have a a newfound respect for people who cycle. And Mm -hmm. it's, because it's definitely, like, I enjoy swimming. I loved swimming in high school, and then I kind of stopped for however many years. But I found more of a passion in that. It's my favorite workout of the week. And I, I've always enjoyed running, so running's been fun. But it's just a different muscle group and a different mindset to to hop on a bicycle and go for one, two, three hours on a consistent basis. And yep. so now I definitely have more respect for the, especially when I see the older guys out there doing it and near their 60s and 70s still doing it. That's just my hat off to those guys. That's just a, a different level. Of, of fitness. I'm crazy. Just kidding. <laughs> no. It's definitely crazy. I thought they were crazy. <laughs> and now you're one of them. <laughs> yes. You know, you had talked about how years before you had lost all this weight and then you gained it back. Um, so what's the the thing that's different this time um, that's helping you keep it off? Is it the endurance training or because the doctor like, told you that and your friend or what do you feel or is it a combination of everything? The endurance training is definitely something that, that helps. I, I get that question a lot is, is what's my motivation to keep there? And it's a very simple answer. You know, she's taking a nap right now. She's my beautiful little two-year-old daughter. Two and a half years ago, I was I was in a hospital where the doctor told me I would not see her be born. And now both of us are here. You know, she's two and a half years old, and she definitely keeps me moving for for sure. I can't sit more than five minutes without someone grabbing my hand, going, "Come on, Daddy!" And all right, let's let's go run around. 
and do something. And, you know, I, I, it's one of those things where when I started, my wife and I started thinking about having a kid, you know, it was kind of a mind like, I, there's no way I can keep up with my kid. Like, I'll be out of breath in five seconds. And now it's kind of my goal to make sure I can keep up with her and, and keep moving. And so she's definitely the... She's definitely the change that happened between the first time I lost weight and the second time. Just, I don't want to let her down. I don't want to let my wife down. I don't want to let my friends down. And I want to be here as long as possible to experience everything that I can. I also think what's cool is that you've changed the lifestyle, not for yourself, but for your daughter. So she's being raised, seeing you run, seeing you compete, seeing you eat well, seeing you do all these things. So instead, that's what she, that's the only thing she's going to know instead of um, a different lifestyle, which could have been before, you know. She loves it, when it especially if, especially if she's up. Usually, you know, I, I train probably 15 to 20 hours a week. So I'm usually up and out the door usually before she is, uh, before she's even up. And then I'm usually running or something like that after she goes to bed at night. But the nights where, you know, uh, her mom is off work and we're all home and I'm in the living room stretching or, you know, getting ready to go do something. She's laying on the floor stretching her legs with me. She, you know, she's doing yoga poses with me. She's pulling out her bike when I'm washing my bike. You know, she's... She's, you know, when I go out and run, you know, she's ready to hop in the stroller and go run with me. Uh, it's it's great, and, and I absolutely love it to death. So what's your advice to people that maybe they're just trying to lose 10 pounds and have a healthier life, or maybe it's 150 pounds or 200? What's your advice to them when they, they want to give up and quit at the beginning of this journey that when they aren't seeing results, or in the middle, or whenever? I wear, I wear a saying on my wrist uh i have like you know the little lift strong bracelets that everybody wears now um i got one three years ago and i haven't taken it and it's uh when when you feel like quitting think about why you started and that's kind of where where i am is every time i think about giving up i think about her and why i started it and you know that's that's something where everybody you know there's a reason that you started that you thought about going on a diet you thought about making a lifestyle change there's a reason everybody has a reason that they started maybe that you didn't like the way you looked in the mirror maybe the scale you stepped on the scale and the scale scared the absolute Jesus out of you maybe it was a doctor that said hey you need to lose five pounds uh, or you're going to be a type 2 diabetic or you know maybe you just wanted to look better you know, when you go to the beach this summer, everybody's got a reason. And if you can, you know, whenever you feel like quitting, if you can think about that reason that you wanted to start and you started it for yourself, just think about that and keep moving forward. That's great advice. Well, well Meredith, yeah. I feel like Ryan definitely deserves a standing ovation. So that's what we do here when we get our goals. We give standing ovations. So good job, Ryan. I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna be able to hear me. So. <laughs> I can definitely hear you. Um, <laughs> I know it's not as big of an impact when you can't see us, but like, really, uh, way to be to like get those goals and to continue to be striving to getting goals. Like, I I feel like talking to you today has just been that reminder that like really 
if you set your mind to something, you can do it and to remember why you started. And can you tell people, because you do have an Instagram account that is, I, I thought was super inspiring because you have before and after and like show you like training stuff. How can people follow you or contact you? So I do have an Instagram. It's Ryan's period try, T-R-I period journey. And then I am Ryan down 146 pounds on Facebook. And you can DM me on Instagram. You can DM me on Facebook. Uh, I answer them all. Uh, I've ne- I'm, I'm never going to be good enough not to answer. Uh, I enjoy talking to people about everything, about life, about kids, about marriage, about weight loss, you know, fitness. I enjoy it all. So just shoot me a message and I'll definitely write you back. It's true. That's how we connected. I just sent you a message and you responded. So (laughs) it's something I I hope, you know, that I, I I will never get too big, big in my britches to, to answer, you know, people on, on Instagram. You know, there's a lot of people out there that have gotten a little too big for themselves and don't answer messages anymore, but I will always answer it because I've been there. Yeah. So Question for you. So how is it in, like, South Carolina? Like, how are you doing with this whole coronavirus and everything and isolation? Well, it's uh, definitely weird. Uh, I I actually, I work for a local pest control company. I do indoor sales. Luckily, pest control is an essential health need. So I have a job, which is fantastic. Uh, My wife actually works for a health food meal prep company. So that also helps uh, in in the food market when I don't feel like cooking or anything like that. And, uh, you know, I got a treadmill in the garage. I have a bike trainer in the garage. I have some weights in the garage. And when in doubt, you know, I can still get outside. They haven't absolutely 100% quarantined us inside of our home yet. So, um, I can go run in my neighborhood, neighborhood across the street, go ride my bike. So it's it's been it's been a change of things. I haven't been able to swim, which is like I said, it's my favorite thing to do. Oh yeah. Um, but hoping 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 the lakes will warm up a little bit. It's starting to get warmer down here in the south. So the lakes will warm up a little bit, and I guess I'll I'll pull the wetsuit out and go swimming somewhere in a lake or or somewhere like that. But. I'm I'm slowly making it. I hope y'all are doing the same thing. It's definitely hard if you don't have your gym or things like that. But you know, I've I've definitely been concentrating more on making sure I'm 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 bypassing the Girl Scout cookies in my fridge currently, <laughs> and moving towards the healthier side of my fridge, which is really difficult. Especially if, like I said, my my daughter, if I have the fridge open and she sees those Girl Scout cookies, she's going to definitely want one. And if I pull one out, she's going to take one and she's going to hand me one and go here. And uh, but <laughs> it's it's been it's been uh, it's been OK so far. That's good. Yeah, it's just interesting to hear, like, different perspectives across the nation, so. It is, and we're, we, you know, I think a lot of people were getting outside, which is a good thing, uh, you know, as long as you're doing, you're remaining your social distance of six feet apart, but uh, they actually just closed all of the state parks in South Carolina, so sure, yeah. everywhere that people are usually hiking or running or cycling and things like that, you know, all the gates are definitely closed now. Um, which stinks, but you know maybe 
you know, it's, I think, I think being in your house can be a good thing. Everybody gets to spend a little more time with their family. And, you know, I have a couple of friends that just have kids. And so they're spending a little bit more time with their kids than they would have if they had to be at work. So there's some good to it. There's some silver linings there. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, Ryan, seriously, such a treat talking to you. Thanks so much. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, you have a great rest of your Sunday. I will. I'm going to wait for this one to wake up, and then we'll probably watch Frozen 2 for the 90th time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, talk. <laughs> talk to you later, Ryan. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye. So now we have Kelly with us. Kelly wasn't able to be on the phone call. So, Meredith, let's tell Kelly a little bit about what we learned from Ryan. What I really liked that he talked about was to count the blessings of even, like, a pound a week. He had his goal as long as he was – he said there was times where it was only a pound, other times where it was gained some weight, but he – or stay close but it, he just stayed positive and said at least it's just a, like even if it's just a pound I lost a pound um, I really liked how he talked about the Lego house where he said when you build a house of Legos it's not just one Lego it's thousands of Legos that go into it and that's what it is when you're doing a goal that it's not just one way of doing it it's many different attempts and changes that make the difference yeah, I like um, that too. Those were a couple things I took from that. Well, and so Kelly, like, he lost 146 pounds, and he had lost like 110 pounds the year before. But I really thought it was cool. Oh. Like the big game changer for him was like he had gained back all that weight and and more. But like this time, like he was told by like a doctor, like, hey, like his his daughter was due in two two months, and the doctor was like if you don't lose weight, you won't live to see the birth of your child. And then his friend was like, buddy, you need to, like, I'm not going to sit here and watch you, like, kill yourself by the spoonful. And... I almost... I almost interrupted there and was like, I have that kind of friend. That's Steph. (laughs) 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 That motivation. Yeah, no, but I just thought, like... I, I, what I thought was really cool is it sounded like the thing that made the difference for him was he got into triathlons in these races and like his daughter too, like, but, um, but like what Meredith was saying about like the Legos and building, like at some point it becomes less about like the weight and more about a lifestyle change. And so, and he had talked about how he's like, when you're a big dude, like, like and he was over 300 pounds so 350 was like the last he remembered he was like he's like you lose weight fast and then you hit this block and so I was thinking about how sometimes it's it might be harder to lose like 20 pounds or 30 pounds or 50 you know like I don't know like just for everyone even like five pounds for someone so it's like you can't compare yourself to other people but yeah, but yeah, like I just thought it was cool to just see. And he talked about too, like the the what he used to lose the weight. He's like that worked for me, but he's like you need to find what works for you. So that's a yeah. little bit about what we learned. That's cool. So let's talk about our goals for this week, Kelly. You had your goals were hand embroidery. How did that go? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna learn a new skill this week. Um, turns out I knocked that one out of the park on Sunday and Monday. I started this embroidery and I finished it. Awesome. Um, wow. <laughs> That's cool. And 
It actually looks really good. I don't know if I sent you guys a picture. I yeah, will good. you send a picture and then we can send a picture. We can share it too. Yeah. And I then need to um, press it and put it back in the hoop. But yeah. And then. So um, if I wanted, I think so. If we should have said something at the beginning to be like, because it's coronavirus, we're all in our own location. Oh yeah, we didn't say that at the beginning. Yeah, so we're we all. Yeah, so if we can. That it's because ahead. like that's why the audio is not going to sound as great because we're all doing a phone call. So because on Friday. Oh, well, can't just read her yeah, on Friday the governor of Utah like issued an order to stay at home. So before it was like groups less than ten, and this was to he highly encouraged people to like only be with the people that they like lived with, and so we're trying to be responsible citizens and not get together. Okay, so that's my hand embroidery. I am trying to figure out what my next project for that is. Um, so I've got a few patterns. I just haven't started them. But yes, that one is underway. Um, I love it. I'll be a yes on that goal. Oh, good job. That's already in the document. And um, my other one was complete week one of the science of well-being. This is this course that is, it's an online course, but it's meant to deal with um, misconceptions about what makes us happy and what doesn't. And so I did do week one. There were some videos to watch. There were some quizzes to do. Um, there were a couple of like happiness quizzes to take to kind of figure out what your like benchmark is to see if at the end of the two weeks if your happiness has improved. Um, there was a character strength test to take um, so that you can start focusing on like what are your strengths and so yes, I did do week one of that. I need to make sure I do week two of it and stick at it. Because it is really good. Part of the beginning um, videos kind of talk about how there's this misconception that like knowing is half the battle. Mm-hmm. And the professor is like, nope, it's not. Like time and time again, we can see that people know things and it does not make a difference. Like knowing is not does not lead to action necessarily and and that almost conception in the world that if you know something you will do it um, and so I love that. Out that the focus of the course is really about we want to give you knowledge yes but we actually want you to like make changes in your life because of this and that's more the focus and I was thinking how applicable that is to goal setting because it is things like whatever our goals are Part of it is based in knowledge that it will make us happier or healthier or improve something that we're trying to improve. But we know that knowing doesn't actually necessarily lead to us doing it. Like that's just human nature, that knowledge doesn't equate to change. We actually have to find whatever that motivation is or whatever the drive is to actually make changes. And I thought that was really good. Yeah, that's way wise. I like that. So, Meredith, I believe that's a standing ovation for Kelly. Yeah, girl. Guys, I thought he standing up. <laughs> oh, I stood. My chair actually fell over. I stood I too, up. Kelly. I stood. So. Okay. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Um, so, Meredith, <laughs> your goals. You, the first one was Carolyn's five areas of focus. Yeah, I didn't do well on my goals this week. I feel like 
the first week of staying at home, I was super motivated to keep a routine, and we even talked about that last week. And then this week, I think I got a little messy with my routine. So I didn't start my mornings off right. I did not do that goal at all. That's a full-on fail. So you didn't do it you, a partial or...? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because the goal was to do it in the morning, and to be honest, I'm still having a hard time sleeping at night, uh-huh. and so I am not going to bed before 1 a.m. consistently. And so getting up and doing these five areas, I woke up at, like, work starts at 8, even from home, so 7.45 is when I was getting up, um, and or when I had to go into the office. I had to leave at 7.30. I woke up at, like, 7.25. So, um, yeah, which leads to another goal, in which you'll hear in a few minutes. But, yeah, nope, that's a complete fail. Didn't work out in the morning. So so did read the read 20 minutes a day? Was that a no? That is a partial. I didn't make it every day, but I did um, read a couple days. Okay. And then what about workout 150 minutes a week? No. I lost you with my running buddy. We we went one night, though. We did go one night, which was about an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So I almost made that. That's like, well, no, you know what? And then I did go for a walk. We did get that one. We did get that one. This week felt really weird. Again... Steph and I didn't go for as many walks as usual because we're trying to be a little bit better about quarantining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard, guys. <laughs> so that one was, that was the yes. One. Okay. Um, so my goals, I had um, to submit the Reminis Audio podcast. I did that. To Yay. submit the Orange Soul podcast. I did that. To post my miles on Consistent Runner Girl, I did that. Um, to post week 14 and 15 before Monday at 10 a.m., I did that. And then to get ready, I put Monday through Friday. So I got ready four times Monday through Friday, and then I got ready today. So I don't know if that counts. Probably not, because I said Monday through Friday. But... <laughs> I'm willing to stand on the floor if you would like. It's up to I agree. I, I feel like it was like an effort to get ready, you know? So even if it yep. wasn't the exact days. And then uh, extra, I went to the post office to return those packages, which I felt Amazing. like, you guys, like, <laughs> this is so embarrassing, but I came back because Kelly was catching up, with, like, she was following up, but she's like, did you do it? And I was like, nope, not yet. And so then the next day I did it. Literally, like, I came back and, like, sanitized everything because everyone looked so sick standing in line with their masks six feet apart. And I was like, I'm going to get corona here. So I, like, sanitized my my car door my steering wheel like everything just to also I hadn't been out in public so you know um (laughs) makes you a little nervous but good job getting it done yeah so I was proud of myself for all that okay I think it's a standing ovation yay my second one 
very nice. Good clapping, guys. So, so how did you guys feel about this week? How are you feeling with everything? Because we haven't really talked a ton. I mean, is it too early for a therapy session? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it was definitely harder than the first week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's been the ups and downs. I think what I liked about this week is with earthquake. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, still aftershocks, which I'm not down with. Yeah, but, Sunday and then um, Thursday. Yeah, and I'm definitely still feeling the phantom ones that I wake up and I'm like, was that an earthquake? Was that yeah, yeah. Um, but this week, I feel like there is an element of, oh, we're only just beginning. Like, this is just a start. And I was talking to someone about how I have a little bit wallowed this week in terms of, I haven't, I don't think I've left the house since Wednesday. Um, and I know I, I should just like go out and walk around the block at least. Like, <laughs> I had a package arrive on Wednesday and I know it's in my mailbox. But <laughs> the mailbox is down the road. And I mean, who needs new clothes now anyway? Because we're not going anywhere. And like, I just, <laughs> I know that this coming week or at least the next week, I really need to like, pull myself together a little more and be like it's been okay to wallow and to just be a little like unsure of what life is right now but I need to make better use of kind of this gift of time that I've been given because I don't have kids that I'm trying to get to do school I don't have work concerns in in terms of unemployment um like I'm I really shouldn't be complaining or wallowing or you know I don't have a lot to grieve I should be able to pull myself together a little bit better. But I also feel like, I don't know, I feel like this week was hard, and I don't know if it's because, like, like Wednesday, I feel like I was doing fine until Wednesday, and then Wednesday I was like, it has only been two weeks, like, two weeks since everything, like, just blew up, you know, like, and I'm like, it has felt like the longest two weeks, like, it's felt like months, and that got me super discouraged, you know, and so, I don't know, because I listened to, um, the end of the last podcast, and I thought what you said was very wise, Kelly, and I've thought a lot about it, because you said, like, be kind to yourself, like, you don't have to write a masterpiece, you don't have to, like, I don't remember what else you said, but, like, of just, like, this yeah. is a hard time, be kind. And so, yeah, we do have a lot more time, but also, like, it's just a weird, weird time. And especially with this isolation yeah. even more, it's even yeah. harder. Yeah. And I think as much as I tell myself to be kind, I still have a little bit of, like, well, I should come out of this time with a new skill or a new hobby or, you know, the best body I've ever had or, you know as much as I say it, I'm like, then I think, no, you should be able to do something productive, Tom. But, you look, you learned hand embroidery or, this week. I know, but we've got to find a better skill. But it's baby steps. Yeah. Months of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting time. I was just waiting for Meredith um, to pop in about her week. Oh, am I a turn? Okay, yeah. I will take my turn. I'm actually going through Ryan's Instagram. He's got lots of very motivational quotes and stuff that we can 
Yeah, it's Cheers. a great Instagram. So, um, I feel the very same way. That I feel very motivated today to like put together a schedule and to get more consistent because the more the longer we're in this, I actually I really kind of enjoyed the quarantining, the mellowness because I'm one who my life is kind of nonstop go, go, go. And social here, doing this with somebody, doing this, have a meeting here, go here after work. And so for me, it's actually been very, um, very good for my soul to have to be at home and go for walks rather than go out to eat or go shopping or, you know, whatever it is. So I kind of liked it. I know I also haven't had what other people have had where I've been home every single day. I've been in the office twice a week for the last two weeks. So this week we're only going in once a week to, you know, follow the governor's recommendations a little bit closer. We are considered the more pertinent ones. What are they called? Essential. Essential, yeah. So we we are still kind of considered essential to go in and take care of what we do. But So it might hit me a little harder this week. I think the weekends are harder for me. But um, so to... Are we talking about what our next week's goals are or just talking about the week? Yeah, just sort of like talking about this weird time of life right now. Yeah. So, like, it's been good, and it's kind of like Ryan said, it's been nice because you do see there's there's a calmness when you drive around outside. There's not as many people out. You see a lot more friendly people walking parks, staying away from each other. I went to a Sugar House Park yesterday. It was packed. One day, the governor's going to be like, nobody can go to Sugar House Park because there's so people there. But it's like, it's just a different feeling in the world. Um, it's more tricky because you're, as single people, we're not with our family. When we're with roommates or other people, so it's different than being strapped in with your family. But I don't know. It's just, it's a weird time. I do have therapy tomorrow, so I am looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, and I I just, like, honestly, yesterday, I just, like, completely shut down. And I watched a whole season on Hulu. Like, literally did not leave my room. Like, did not leave the house. Um, And that's the first day time since I've had my running coach that I haven't gotten in my miles. And at first I, like, beat myself up. It was two miles. But I've also been, like, I've been, like, getting my miles in and going for walks every week that I'm, like... It's okay, like, one day. But, like, yesterday I just wanted to shut out what was really going on and sort of avoid it. I do think the weekends are the hardest because Monday through Friday you still have somewhat resemblance of a schedule. Yeah, you're still at home and on our computers and stuff. But Saturday is like, oh, it's Saturday. And I have nothing planned and nowhere to be. And I don't have to work and so I'm not going to. Yesterday was harder, and so I think I ended up doing the same thing where I watched a lot of television. I started making some cake pops. I'll finish those today. So if you guys want cake pops, I'll strap them. Mail them to them. (laughs) Mail them to you. Drop them off somewhere. Um, Can we get an Uber Eats driver to, like, go between friends' (laughs) house? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think that is good. 
um, because I needed to create something. I needed to do something other than watch TV. And I did spend the evening reading a book. So it, the, I think weekends are the hardest. And then you've got Sunday where we don't have church and mm-hmm. we can't go anywhere and you can't buy anything. And so the weekends are harder than the weekdays for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree. Because, like, usually you're looking forward to something on the weekend. You know, like, you're looking forward uh-huh. To maybe like that that break and I don't know so uh, definitely and so I'm just being kind to myself to be like it's okay that I completely like watched a whole season yesterday and didn't really leave my room. Yeah. But so, in, look at your goals. You were very you were very successful and and productive this week too. Yeah. So. And well, and it's just like it's like for that moment it was really nice to like not remember what was going on in the world. Because I think the more and more I read the news, the more and more scared I get. Yeah. And I think it is, like, I I had, um, I was playing a board game with my housemates last night, which I was like, this is what we need to do more of. Because even though I live with people, we've really not been seeing each other, maybe that's okay as well. But I was like, at one point, I should probably take advantage of, you know, there are people I can talk to and be staying with. Yeah. But while we were playing and I'd kind of, you know, forgotten about what was going on in the world, I got um, a text from my friend back home who was like, I'm looking at flights, they're about to stop flying to Australia, we have enough points to fly you here, you'd have to leave tomorrow, like, it's obviously up to you, but we want you to be safe, and if this is an option for you, like, you know, please let us know, we can book your flight tomorrow. And I was like, wow. oh, I forgot that's the state of world <laughs> but yeah I think it's sometimes you need that just like I just need to watch something that has nothing to do with like what is going on in the world right now like I just need my brain to be a little bit at rest and so I think sometimes that is the, the beauty of television or you know just giving us time to like for our bodies to de-stress a little bit like I feel like I'm seeing so many signs stress physically in my body and that's not normal yeah. for me that is interesting so yeah like, how your body's reacting to it the tension and the well, it's just, I, I that. well yeah it's just been there's like more than one thing like I had ridiculous eye twitching yesterday um which is a sign of stress and <laughs> There's just been other physical ailments as well, but when I look them up, I'm like, oh, stress is this, like, this is a sign of stress. <laughs> it's really hard to escape those things. Like, my eye twitching was really, really bothering me, and I'm like, I can't make my eye stop twitching, and if it's caused by stress, like, okay, don't be stressed, don't be stressed, don't be stressed. Like, it doesn't, you know, work right away. So I think sometimes we do just need that kind of escape of, let's pretend life is calm and... No. Yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say. No, it's true. <laughs> well, and like on Thursday night with my roommate, she was like, Want to go for a drive? I was like, Heck yes. We drove like to Heber and all around. Like we were gone. We left at like 5 30 and we didn't get back until like 10. <laughs> and yeah. I usually love just to drive. Just to drive. But it was so nice. It like felt so normal. Yeah. That's true. I need to get out and go for a drive. Maybe I'll drive. What? Well, 
<laughs> I feel like that's kind of the conflict that we're going through is we are under quarantine, but it doesn't mean we can't go out and do things. Like I have to physically remind myself the stores are still open. I can still go buy food. I'm not hoarding my food. I can still go for walks and see other physical people. I can still talk to people on the phone. Like quarantine makes it feel like you're in isolation. You can't talk to anybody. You can't see the daylight. You can't go. But really, it's like this weird combo of like you can still talk to your roommates and play a game with them. You don't have to be like isolated in your room and never talk. It's it's just a weird like the world is still running successfully. Well, at the same time, you have to stay away <laughs> from it. And, well, I mean, like, the grocery stores. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, let's talk a little bit about our goals this next week. So, Kelly, what are the goals that you want to set? Um, I'm going to do week two of the science of LB. Um, and... What are my other goals? I need to go outside at least, like, go four times. Okay. I really love that. Go outside. Well, one thing, too, like, um, like, you can call me when you're going for a walk and we can chat, you know, like... Yeah. Um. Yeah, earlier on this that. week, like Meredith and, and I went for a walk, and I was on the phone with Ange, and we walked and talked to Ange as she was on a walk, and it was like we were on a walk with her together. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that is what I need to do. Um. Yeah. Complete week two and go outside four times. Um. Yeah, I think that's all I'm going to set for this week. I know I should set more. No, if that's what you want to set. Just trying to be kind to myself. Yeah. Meredith, what are your goals? Um, I'm going to create a schedule routine and live by it. (laughs) Um, Okay, actually, yes. I'm going to come up with a routine that includes exercising from home, even if I do go for a walk, that'll be separate. But just a, a routine to keep myself sane. Um, I will do that tonight, and then I'll probably, if I feel comfortable, kind of post it to show that I did do it and what I plan on living by. Perfect. Um, my second one, which kind of goes along with the first one, but I'm going to make it its own, is to kind of get myself back into an earlier sleeping pattern. I don't personally love staying up till one trying to sleep. So we're going to try and I don't think the first couple of days will be 1030, but I want to get back there. Last night I, I conked out hard. It was 1030 and I don't remember what time it was last night actually, but 1030 will be bedtime. Try. So And that will be for five days. I, I want to try and keep that. Well, we'll do four because and then um, Steph I'm recruiting you for this one I really I I really do want to run we were supposed to go running a couple times this week and things came up that didn't work out but I do want to run and I'm going to need your help (laughs) 
I'm going to need to be accountable to you. Is that something that I can do? Yeah, I mean, but remember, once you commit to this, then I'm going to follow up with you. So you can't hate me. That is the point of recruiting you and not like somebody who's going to let me get away with it. Because I know that Steph will be ruthless. Hey, (laughs) now. In a good way. In a good way. Like, you believe in goals. You believe in running. And it doesn't have to necessarily be that we do it together or whatnot, because I don't, I don't know where our boundaries are with the whole going out and if we should do it together or if we should do it alone because of quarantine. But it's like maybe helping me plan. Like when you go running, I'm also going to go running, but not the same time as you. You're going to like wherever you are, you're going to go do your four mile run I'm gonna do that even if it's not together so I my running coach suggested the Nike run app and you can see when your friends are running on that you can have notifications okay so that might be a good thing and it's a great way to track because I know you could just kind of go when you feel that you need to go but yeah yeah so that might be good more about it later to plan on that but because I do want to run, but there's no way <laughs> right now in my life I'm going to have the self-discipline to step outside my door and start running. It's, it's, this is one of my biggest hurdles my whole life is I've shared the story when I played soccer in junior high and I hated running. I don't know why I hated it. I hated running because I was a chubby kid. That's why I hated it. But I hated <laughs> running. I didn't know the blessings of it. So when it was running days for soccer, oh, darn, I got food poisoning. I'm going home. <laughs> and I, there was always excuses, but that's that's a hurdle I have to overcome with the weight loss thing. It's kind of unreasonable that I have not made any progress this year, and we have, a, we have this. So I need to be stricter with myself, and I need staff in my life. So how many times are you going to go running this week? Let's say three, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. Run three times. And it's just a mile. Um, And if I feel that, like, I'll do more or I will, I just have to get out and do the running portion. Okay. So. Any other goals you Because want? I really do want to do it. I just don't make myself do it. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, let's, um, let's keep the reading 20 minutes a day. For how many days? Seven? Um, yeah, let's do seven. Okay. Yeah, those are my four goals. So schedule and a routine. 10 p 10 30 for bed running three times and reading every day sweet all of that kind of goes into my schedule and routine but i gotta create one yeah it's not so lost in the world yeah um so for my goals this is usually the time that i like am like my cycle things that I binge like this week is usually my binge week I've had like three solid weeks without and so my goals are really helping me like they're going back to the basic to help me um 
be a little bit stronger this week because I noticed on those binge weeks I usually like give up on the basic stuff. So the first one is that like for seven days the TV needs to be off at 930. Okay. And then um, the second thing is that I am going to have a gratitude prayer in the morning um, for s- at least six mo- mornings. And that really helps me remember my blessing message. And it's five minutes of me talking to myself about what I really want. And then um, I want to create a routine this week. So I'm going to try to schedule a lot of podcast interviews so that I have something at six and at eight every night. So I feel like it's a normal schedule. So I want to contact um, five people for Notable Peeps podcast, five people for Utah Fan Club, and um, and I'll already be contacting five people for Utah Real Estate. And then I want to post this podcast before 10 a.m. tomorrow because that helps me to get it done. And then I have two things that are more recreational that I want to get done. And the first one is to do, I have like a whole watercolor set and to do that for 20 minutes one day and to do Sudoku for 20 minutes on a day. And they can be the same day, but just to get that in. Yeah. So I feel like this will really help me um, to move forward. So I have this little app that I put a green dot for every time I don't binge. And, or that I, yeah. And I'm not putting red dots for when I do. It's about having more green dots than no dots. Um, but I really do feel like this week I can be strong in moving forward and even if I do binge one day to get back the next day that it's not about what happens one day but like it's about the whole picture seem more green dots than not so good job so does that make sense with the green dots I really love I really love this app it's called um let me look at it it's called strides And so when I look at February and when I look at March, it's a bunch of green dots. And so I just think that, like, because our friend Jillian, she had just talked about how, like, to just track the good days with green dots. And I really like that because normally I would put, like, red dots, like, oh, you didn't do that. But, like, to just track the good. Yeah, I like that. So, and if you guys want to follow up with me this week, that would be really good for me. Just ask how I'm doing. We will. So. Extroverts need help. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, um, Mama Shul sent me a text today saying that she liked listening to all of us. So, Meredith, she does like listening to you, too. Because remember when I said... <laughs> and then she, like, in our family chat... Did I say something? Well, because I was like... I had talked about how she thought that um, she said something to my sister about how funny Kelly oh. was. And you're like, what about me? But yeah. yeah, she said, she put, I really like listening to you. And then she did capitalize all of you. <laughs> and, and then um, she, Thanks, our, Mama yeah. And then in our family chat, she, she had put, she was like, hey guys, there was this great um, meme that was mentioned in the 52 Weeks podcast, and she put the, so all we need to do is save in, uh, to save the world to stay and watch TV, and let's not screw this up. And I was like, thanks. 
Thanks, Mama, for watching it. <laughs> for listening, so Aww, not watching, but yeah. So I love it. Um. So, what should our goalie goal this week be? Survive. Survive. I think. Stay in, stay on, stay I think that like yeah, a, a, a good goalie goal. Um, because I think that a lot of people might be the same way, Kelly, where they're like, ah, should I go outside, you know, like, um, but maybe to make sure that every minute you're getting five, every day you're getting five, um, minutes of fresh air. Because I definitely didn't get that yesterday. I didn't leave the house at all, so. Even if that just means opening a window and sitting by it someday. Yeah, going for a ride and putting your head out the window. Yeah, or just open a window in a bedroom or yeah. yeah. Get some kind of vitamin D. Yep. Um so this is our longest episode to date. Woo-woo! <laughs> <laughs> so remember guys to genuinely do what you can do, even though it's like a crazy world out there. These little baby steps like what Ryan said, like the little Legos are just building a building one step at a time. We got this. See ya. We got this, guys. Meredith, I'm waiting for you to say your bye. Oh, bye! (laughs) Sorry. This podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnisaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. (laughs) 